Hello and welcome to this week's ISBA BursaCast podcast. This episode relates to the Weekly Bulletin 19 and has been released on the 24th of August 2023. As always, this podcast is here to give you the very latest on operational and regulatory issues impacting independent schools today. This episode is going to be another short, sharp announcement episode with not a huge amount of new data coming at you. Obviously, it is GCSE results day, so good luck to all the students taking part in that, and good luck to the teachers and parents who have to deal with the outcomes of those results. Now, on with the show. First things first. There is some news regarding strike action, specifically that late last month, GMB confirmed it will conduct disaggregated industrial action ballots of its NJC Green Book and JNC Craft Red Book members in some employers and schools in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. The organisations to be targeted for strike ballots will be notified in the next few weeks in line with the requirements of legislation. The strike ballots will open on the 12th of September and close on the 24th of October, eight months after the national employers unanimous full and final pay offers were made on the 23rd of February. Unisun's strike ballots closed on the 4th of July and it is now awaiting the outcome of Unite's strike ballots, the last of which closed on Friday the 28th of July, before announcing its next steps. Both unions are expected to signal their intentions early next month. So that's something to keep in mind. Looking forward, the Scottish charity regulator, OSCR, has a newsletter that includes changes, such as the new charities legislation which applies in Scotland, as distinct from the Charities Act which appeared in England and Wales, and is awaiting confirmation of implementation dates. Scottish schools are advised to subscribe to the newsletter. Please head to their website to do so. Now a topic that keeps coming up time and time again, and will continue to do so forevermore, I assume, is that of cyber defence and cyber security. And the NCSC has launched its sixth annual report on its Active Cyber Defence Programme, or ACD. Interestingly, Small businesses constitute 99% of the UK's business ecosystem and are hence indispensable to national prosperity. In recognition of this, the ACD programme and its services aim to protect these businesses from the harms caused by cyber attacks. The appetite for more knowledge and support with cybersecurity is evident, with a 39% increase in sign-ups to the ACD services in 2022. The new report provides insights into the key findings and important trends identified through the ACD programme and includes a record-breaking 7.1 million suspicious emails and websites reported to authorities in 2022, equivalent to one every five seconds, which is astounding. Phishing scams remain the most prevalent attack hosted in the UK, though the amount of global phishing campaigns in the UK has declined. It took less than six hours on average for the NCSC to remove reported malicious URLs from the internet, which is fantastic. It is worth noting that ACD's services such as Check Your Cybersecurity, Email Security Check and Early Warning are completely free and designed to make cybersecurity more accessible for small businesses. This report is now available on the NCSC website, as well as more information on the ACD programme. On to some slightly 
less drastic news perhaps, the HSE has published its latest local exhaust ventilation e-bulletin, which highlights the need for examiners conducting thorough examination and tests to fail inadequate LEV systems, or local exhaust ventilation systems. So that's something to consider. Furthermore, with the HSC, it has also published its annual figures for mesothelioma, a cancer caused by past exposure to asbestos. 2,268 people died from the disease in 2021. Also, apologies if I've pronounced that horribly wrong. With health in mind, pardon the pun, we're going to be looking now at a mental health course that has been sponsored by Ecclesiastical Insurance and delivered by Mental Health in Business. Ecclesiastical is pleased to offer a selection of these courses to ISBA members delivered by Mental Health in Business. These were meant to take place earlier in the year but have been rescheduled for the 28th and 29th of September from 9am to 5pm in London. Pupil mental health is a high priority in any school. The aim of this course is to provide an in-depth understanding of young people's mental health and factors that affect well-being. It also aims to teach practical skills, including how to spot the triggers and signs of mental health issues, non-judgmental listening, how to engage with parents, carers and agencies, and ongoing ways to continue support. Please contact Cathy Sutherland at theisba.org uk for further information and to book your place. Moving on from this set of courses, there is another set of courses and these are Suicide First Aid Light Virtual Training and this is on the 2nd of October from 10 to 3.30pm. In partnership with MHIB again, Ecclesiastical is offering 10 free places for an online Suicide First Aid Light course to ISBA member schools teaching the theory and practice of suicide intervention skills that can be applied in any professional or personal setting. This programme is delivered virtually over four and a half hours as a suicide prevention awareness session. This course is suitable for anyone seeking basic skills, knowledge and the tools to be able to intervene with people at risk of suicide. There is no previous experience needed. Please contact Cathy Sutherland at theisba.org.uk for further details and to book your place. Lots and lots of webinars here. The next one is from Moore Kingston Smith. This one is a biggie. It is on busting the myths on VAT and independent school fees. This is on the 14th of September from 1 to 2 p.m. Moore Kingston Smith will explore how best to plan for potential VAT changes and cut through the myths and quick fixes using practical scenarios. Please head to their website to book your place. As promised, this episode is not going to be a long one, but I will just run through some of the top advice and guidance questions and answers that we've had this week. The first of those is, our board has decided to appoint a new chair of governors. How do we go about updating the DFE? This is one that comes up time and time again, and for the change in chair of governors, the DFE's updated guidance on the required process is also found in ISBA's guidance document 2889 and includes a DBS application form for completion. Do note Verifile will contact the applicant once the DFE has been able to process the application. Also worth looking at the ISI commentary, which is redundant, I should mention, from the 1st of September 2023, but also has some useful comments in pages 96, 97 and 103 and appendix 2 on page 188. And the next question that we're getting more and more at the moment is, do you have any guidance on managing allergies in schools? Yes, absolutely. Please see 
ISBA's recent webinar on allergies management with the Allergy Team. The ISBA actually also did a podcast with Sarah Knight of the Allergy Team recently, so flick back through the podcasts and find that. It's fantastic. There is also an ISBA food allergy fact sheet. We did some food allergies guidance, and there is something called Natasha's Law and Food Allergens Guidance also. All can be found in the ISBA reference library. And to round this episode off, let's have ISBA's top tip of the week. As a change to the age range of a school is a material change, schools may wish to register, where appropriate, to 19 years rather than 18, as the incidence of pupils having to drop a year or to remain for retakes is quite common. It is of note that DfE is keen schools acknowledge the safeguarding risks and health and safety concerns of adults, such as 19-year-olds, mixing with 17-year-olds and younger. Ensure they have been risk assessed and are being actively managed with policies reflecting such issues in codes of conduct, sport, showers or changing rooms, relationships and accommodation in boarding, etc. And as we enter the Michaelmas term, ISBA's one-day conferences recommence and the first two are on the 28th of September. This is a health and safety and estates conference at BMA House in London. And the next is the 1st of November, that is the HR conference at BMA House in London. The finance conference will take place on the 8th of February at BMA House. Please save the date for that one. It is always very well attended. And looking forward to our webinar program, it is chock-a-block for September. I'll let you know about some of the upcoming ones we have on the 12th of September and 14th of September. So you want to be a bursar. These are great for those who are considering a career in the independent school sector as either a bursar or senior member of the support staff. On the 14th of September also, there is Introducing Fees in Advance Scheme, How to Get It Right. The 15th sees a Digital Strategy for Transformational Times webinar. And the 19th sees a Managing Investigations in Schools webinar take place. This is going to be accompanied by Farrah & Co. Schools Investigation Guide. And the final one in September is preparing for an inspection under the new inspection framework. This is on the 22nd between 11 and 12. There's lots more coming forward and I'll let you know about that closer to the time. Now with all of that covered, the only thing left to say is please make sure you're subscribing wherever you're listening so you never miss an update from us and please do share this with members of your team if you think they'll find it useful. Should you want to get in touch, whether to just say hello, suggest some topics or just share some thoughts, the email is podcast at the isba.org.uk. We look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, farewell.